Future of Work Florida. Welcome to the Future of Work Florida podcast brought to you by the Florida Chamber Foundation. This podcast series is dedicated to equipping Florida's business leaders with the knowledge, solutions, and resources available to secure Florida's workforce talent. Today, we are bringing you a special edition podcast episode featuring a segment from the recent Florida Transportation Growth and Infrastructure Solutions Summit led by Trey Williams, president of Fleet Force Truck Driving School, to discuss Fleet Force's mission, the talent gaps in the trucking industry, and what Fleet Force is doing to secure industry talent while bringing families out of poverty. I want to give you a salient metaphor uh, for the next few minutes about something that we're probably not all thinking about directly, but we are uh, required to think about it indirectly. I want you to think about the honeybee. So I'm sure a lot of you have heard the quote about the honeybee attributed to Einstein, although I don't know that it actually happened, that said, if we lose the bees, man would be gone in four years. Because no bees, no pollination, no pollination, no plants, no plants, no animals, et cetera, et cetera. And he had calculated that after four years that man would be lost, or at least in the estimation of Darwin, quote, have a very difficult existence without the bees. So because it's sort of a lynchpin species, I wanted to talk about the bee as a necessary element for everything that we do. Every, every mouthful of food you've ever eaten was provided to you by honeybee. So you might be looking at me and say, what does this have to do with the talent gap or workforce development or infrastructure development? And I'm going to tell you it has everything to do with it. The American Trucking Association estimates that we need 1.1 million truckers over the next 10 years. Simultaneously, 1,200 truckers retire in America every week. 60,000 a year. Florida needs 25% of the national demand, third most populous state, fastest growing, et cetera, et cetera. 25% of that number is 25,000 to 27,000 truckers a year that Florida needs. Fleet Force is the largest CDO provider in the state, and last year we licensed 10% of that number. In 2019, there were 523,000 truck drivers or CDO holders, even if they weren't over-the-road truckers, in the state of Florida. Three years later, we have 517,000. So we lost 5,000 CDO holders during a period where our population expanded by over a million. All of those 1,000 people a day that come to Florida and move to this state, the foundations on their home, was poured by a B-class CDL driver. The lumber that was delivered to be, have their house framed was delivered by a CDL driver. The food they buy at Publix, we've all seen the green trucks, right, was delivered by a CDL driver. The trash at their street is picked up by a CDL driver. Their kids are taken to school on a bus driven by a CDL driver. And we've lost 5,000 in the past three years. So we're going in the opposite direction of what we need. Now, all of the best laid plans that we have for infrastructure, for airports, for seaports, all of these things that we are definitely going to achieve cannot be built without a CDL driver. All of the concrete you're going to lay, all of this infrastructure is dependent on a local trucker. Truckers are the honeybee of our economy. And if we're not thinking about entry-level drivers replacing the 60,000 a year that we are losing, 
then the best laid plans will be irrelevant because we won't have the skilled labor because we have such a dramatic talent gap between where we are and where we want to be. Now, Fleet Force is on a mission. Our mission is to empower drivers, strengthen companies, and build communities. So that is our three customers. When I say empower drivers, I mean the individual aspiring driver who says, I want a second or third or maybe even a first career. And I know that this is a fast way for me to move up my family socioeconomically. In fact, every day, Fleet Force licenses people who are uh, rising out of generational poverty. In four weeks, we can take someone making $15 an hour, and they will have three recruiters throwing $5,000 signing bonuses at them and fighting to pay them $80,000 a year in their first year. You can, you can easily end generational poverty of a family by moving them into the transport industry. And we do this every day. We also strengthen companies, all of the companies that each of you works for, all of the municipalities, because the municipalities need linemen, they need workers, they need waste management. So we strengthen companies and we also build communities. And when I say that, I mean that uh, literally and metaphorically. Literally, the community is built, as I just explained, by a, a CDO holder. But metaphorically, the transport industry is a very insular community. Um, I'm here today because the, the president of uh, the Florida Trucking Association was unable to be here, and I'm, she's got big shoes to fill. <laughs> but the point is, uh, when she was unable to be here, she called someone else within the industry, and, and we worked together to be a rising tide. Now, here's the challenge I want everyone to think about, not just the need, because the need is salient. We know that that's going to be there. Um, but how do we solve this need? Everyone that walks in the door at Fleet Force fits into three categories. 10% of them have the money for the tuition, which is about seven grand on average throughout the state right now. That is not an insignificant amount of money. 10% of them are in a position to qualify for we owe a dollars or a grant of some sort that, that can supplement their investment in their new career. But that 80% in the middle is the reason why we have this talent gap. Because the people who can benefit most from this training are the least likely to be able to afford it. That's a problem. That's a funding problem. And not just on a micro basis for the average Joe who wants to come in and figure out how to come up with seven grand, but on a macro basis for all of us because we want to figure out how to better the state and better the state's economy. So in the past six months, Fleet Force has tripled in size. The current administration in Tallahassee saw that we have been woefully under capacity for decades. Uh, the state needs 25,000 drivers a year. We're licensing about 15% of that number. So the grant allowed Fleet Force to expand through the state college system, and we operate on 10 different state colleges now, very quickly doing our best to meet this pent-up demand. And I'm going to give you a, a, a microcosm of this. The, we operate at Central Florida State College in Ocala. About to have our first class next week. Ocala, the horse capital of the world, currently has 2,400 available CDL jobs. Let me say that again. The little small horse community in central Florida had needs and could hire today 2,400 CDL drivers. It's not just a, a desperate need. It's critical. How are they going to continue to expand? They sit at the you know, the, the, the connection between the turnpike and I-75 
Every time linemen come down, they set up in Ocala, they set up in Daytona because of I-4 and because of the turnpike, and they don't have the drivers to drive those trucks. So what I, what I want to leave you with here today really is we've got to think of the foundational elements that are the tools that allow us to execute the plans that we are making here. And those, found, those foundational elements will always be people and skilled labor. A lot of folks ask me about autonomous vehicles for trucking. I want to talk about it for a second. I'm confident that it's going to happen one day. It won't happen in my lifetime. Two different companies have tried to do this. They lost collectively about $200 million and gave up. And they just said, we're not there. And we'll get there, of course. But what do we do today for the 1,000 people that are moving to Florida? So I'm not implying that there will never be an autonomous truck, because I do indeed believe that there will. But between now and when that happens, those 1,000 people, those millions of people that are coming, I forget the number that was on the slide earlier, those people have to be served and their needs need to be met. Right? They need the honeybee of our economy. <clears throat> so please, next time you're out on the road and you see a trucker, do two things for me. Say a little prayer for that person and their family and for the benefits that they provide for this state. In that little space of about 100 to 150 feet in front of the truck, that is not for you to merge in front of. That is so that truck driver does not run over the person who is in, uh, in front of them. Um, and, and do me another favor while you're at it. Remember, and I'm confident this applies to all of us, there was a time in March of 2020 when every person in this room was standing at the toilet paper aisle in Publix, wondering if they would get away with buying more than two because everybody was hoarding it. And it was at that moment that I think the state and the nation really said, hey, we need to talk about the workforce talent and, and the workforce development gap. So I, I'd make it lighthearted, but it's a salient point for all of the plans that we're making. And I appreciate your time here today. When you leave here, please remember, truckers are the honeybee of our economy. Without them, we're not able to grow and flourish. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us for today's Future of Work Florida podcast episode. To find out more about the resources discussed in today's segment, we invite you to visit our website at flchamber.com forward slash future of work Florida. Together, we can champion the future of work and create America's best workforce right here in Florida. Be sure to subscribe for future content.